Hey, Frontier Church. Tomorrow is week seven in our sermon series on 1 John that we are calling Eternal Life Now. We will be thinking about what it means to be children of God tomorrow morning. Maybe you've heard that phrase thousands of times before, but never taken the time to internalize it in your own life. Here's the way N.T. Wright phrases this. Part of the art of listening to scripture is learning to hear the multiple overtones in a single, simple phrase. You might be surprised by what you hear if you learn to listen to the multiple overtones of being a child of God. So like always, before we start praying, position yourself for success tonight. Sit in your favorite spot in your house, wait until the kids are in bed, put your iPhone in a different room, get out your journal, pour yourself a hot tea or your favorite beer or a nice glass of wine, but be intentional about making this time of solitude count. When we sink into solitude, often the best way to do this is to simply grab hold of one verse or thought unit or sentence in the scriptures and just look at it in your heart. In tomorrow's text, John says this, See what kind of love the Father has given to us that we should be called children of God. And so we are. Just examine that phrase with curiosity, communing with God tonight. Heavenly Father, what does it mean to be children of God? Do I really see myself as a child of God? How would my life look differently if, by faith, I really believed that I was a child of God? See what kind of love the Father has given to us, that we should be called children of God. And so we are. Maybe you aren't quick to view yourself as a child of God. Maybe that core central identity is buried under a mountain of rival identities. You see yourself primarily as an employee at your job, a leader in your career, a father at home, a mother, a church member, whatever it might be. And there is nothing wrong with any of these identities. They are objectively true about you. And there's, of course, nothing wrong with seeing yourself as these things. That's part of being a responsible human being. But if it's the central way that you see yourself, the identity that dominates how you think of yourself, then it won't be long until you primarily see yourself as a failing employee, a failing leader, a failing husband, a failing wife, or a failure. The gospel says no. 
The gospel is the good news that God has so sufficiently paid for your sins and clothed you in his own righteousness that God now calls you his child. That is primarily who you are, a child of God. What about you do you think is more important than the truth that you are a child of God? In this next silence, ask God to help you throw off all rival identities. There are probably deep-seated reasons for why it's difficult for you to see yourself as a child of God. Maybe you grew up in the type of household that Cole described in the sermon last week. An abusive father and a damaged family dynamic that made you want to live in a different family. Or maybe you had well-intentioned parents, but they had their own emotional insecurities. Despite their best attempts, they couldn't muster the emotional willpower to be present with you and say mattering things to you like, I love you and I'm proud of you. So when the scriptures say that you are a child of God, maybe you don't prefer that identity. Maybe you'd rather think of yourself primarily as a Republican or primarily as a Democrat. Maybe those identities are, quite frankly, more appealing to you because your previous experience of being a child was difficult. As Christians, we shouldn't ignore the impact that our past has on our present. God wants you to be able to look at his word, read the phrase, children of God, and smile. God wants you to think of yourself as his beloved child and to rejoice as a result of that. But that doesn't happen as a result of ignorance. It happens as a result of dealing with the past in the present with the presence of God. So ask God to help you identify why you prefer these identities over child of God. This might begin a really, really long dialogue with God that might stretch into the night for you. So there's going to be more solitude for this prompt. Heavenly Father, If I'm being honest, why do I prefer rival identities more than I prefer to think of myself as a child of God?
There are things about a child of God that aren't surprising. It means, for instance, that God loves you. It means that you belong to Him. It means that you have a relationship with Him. But there are things about being a child of God that are surprising. For instance, it's a royal term for John. To be the child of a king, and this is one of the primary ways John sees God in his writing as a king, means that you would inherit all that your father owns. You would inherit his wealth, you would inherit his army, you would inherit his kingdom. That's what John wants you to know. As a child of God, you will inherit the kingdom of God. You will be made into the image of your father, and you will be able to exercise dominion and rule and reign over creation. You will be given the power to destroy the works of the devil, to slay your own sin, and to rule over your own beastly desires. Did you know this? Ask God to give you the power to live like his child. Amen. Tomorrow is going to be a great Sunday morning. Like you guys know, Andrew and Tracy had their beautiful baby boy, Abel, just earlier this week. And like you guys know, Andrew is a key part of Frontier Church's life, especially on Sunday mornings. So make sure to come in tomorrow morning prepared to extend even more patience and grace to the church's leadership than usual. Also, Nick and Holly Powell will be worshiping with us to help Andrew and Tracy feel really confident about his time off. We convinced Nick and Holly to drive back to Des Moines for two Sundays to help us out. So come prepared to say hi to the Powells and to ask them for an update on how church planting is going. 
Like always, come to church tomorrow prepared to bless somebody. If you need to continue to remain in solitude tonight, if you need to work through some deeply rooted realities in your soul so that you can rightly see yourself as a child of God, don't let the conclusion of Saturdays in the Spirit get in the way. Keep asking the Holy Spirit for a word of encouragement or a word of wisdom or a prophetic word to speak into the life of another member tomorrow morning. See you then.